I am Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, and the bachelor who likes women who take their clothes off for money. It's Kieran. How you doing? I'm doing very well. That was I was expecting to be uh, roasted, but no. Okay, good on you. Okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the man who likes to go to the strippers. Nice and nice, simple one. That one. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, well, but, but, you know, strip clubs have always been around, right? Yeah, basically. Well, prostitution is the, like, the it's oldest... Probably pro- the, yeah, the it's probably, yeah, the oldest profession. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> have I ever told you the time I went to Pompeii? No. I think I've told it on the podcast before, but for anyone that doesn't remember... I probably didn't listen to you probably, when yeah. you tell the story. That's right. But uh, you go to Pompeii, Pompeii is, like, where the volcano Mount Vesuvius happened in, uh, during the Roman times, mm. and everyone, like, got... Um, Frozen in time, basically, with all the volcanic ash and stuff like that. And you go there, and all the ruins are basically intact. And the only the um, the thing that stayed intact the most is the brothel. And on top of each of the doors for the ruins of the brothel are what position you can have sex with the ladies. Oh. Fantastic. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'll tell you what, but yeah. But it's been a busy week. It, it, it's been it, a cold it, week. It's been fucking freezing here in Melbourne. I know what's been happening in Melbourne because of this. And this is how I'm going to go into my rant. Hmm. I've been watching a lot more TV. Okay. You've been cold. You haven't been out socialising. No, like, I've been trying to go for, like, you know, stay fit and do the running and stuff like that. But just, it's been raining and, and cold and so I just can't be bothered. I've been watching a lot of crap TV. And with that, I've found out the worst television show. Oh, the worst. And not only that, an insult Hmm. to all of our friends who are stand-up comedians at the same time. Because I thought the worst TV show were those soap operas that, you know... I thought that too. 12 and 1 o'clock. Yeah, like like Days of Our Lives, Home and Away, Neighbours, all terrible, terrible shows. Terrible, terrible shows. No, I think I found the, the... the worst concept for a television show and a show that completely misses the point of comedy and the purpose of comedy and how comedy actually works. And Australians didn't. I think we've become... We, I found the show that's more PC than any other show on Earth. Ooh, Let me talk about this. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know why I ooed that. It's, but this it's, is it's negative. A, yeah. Sorry, and oh, yeah. there we go. That's 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 the one I wanted. That's the one. So, have you seen advertisements for the television show called Taboo? No. Okay. So I'm part of the generation now that doesn't watch television. Well, I, that watches that streams everything on demand, no ads. That's that's what I like. Yeah, streams on demand, no ads on an internet system that the NBN, which was not built for streaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I read that this week and I thought, that's exactly... It's like, oh, we were blindsided by Netflix. I'm like, you obviously didn't know that re- uh, realised everyone was downloading things what? via torrents and watching YouTube. Right, okay. I'll just point this out. Are you under the philosophy of... Uh, even if you had to buy something yourself, right? Yeah. Under the philosophy of... buy it, Do it right, buy it once. Yes. Don't yeah. buy three crappy or, vacuum or, cleaners. Or me- yeah, like that right. whole measure but twice. But just buy, buy a good, buy a good yeah. vacuum cleaner and it will... That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, measure yeah. twice, cut once sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. They didn't fucking do that with the NBN. No, they definitely cut twice. To our and, American and listeners, <laughs> Australia has crap internet. Very terrible internet. I was talking about the serious coconuts about that one. So we're going back to comedians. Mm. The show called Taboo. And I'll, this is the description. Taboo is an Australian comedy factual television show that's at premiered 
on Network 10 in 2019. The program is hosted by comedian Harley Breen, who tackles sensitive subjects and concludes with a comedy routine. The host spends time with people who are disabled, terminally ill, victims of racism and those who are living with mental illness, turning their misfortune, unique situations, into a comedy routine experience, which he performs in front of the crowd of their family, friends and the public. Okay, let's go about this. So, that's a quick description, but he basically goes and meets, like, you know, he has an episode about the terminally ill, and I'm going to focus on the one about extreme racism and bigotry. Mm-hmm. Now, and he goes and meets these people who have been victims of, you know, terminal illness, racism, bigotry, all that sort of thing. Talks with them, understands their story. He doesn't fucking come and see me every episode. <laughs> I just get shit thrown out of me at the start. I'm a victim, well, that's church. Episode, I'm a victim. That's in episode three of mental health. But, <laughs> but he goes and meets these people. And then with the stories that they tell, he writes jokes about them that he's allowed to tell by asking permission to tell these jokes. Mm-hmm. And that is the complete disconnect between what comedy should be. If you talk to any comedian, like proper comedian, I'm making pro- jokes yeah. of difficult situations is what is really funny. Yeah. Like, talk about Eddie Murphy, he talks about racism and this and that, but it's funny. Mm. And he doesn't ask permission. The, the golden rule of comedy, right? The, the golden rule of comedy... Which could be broken, mm. but I, I actually respect comedians of that course. just follow this one rule. Don't make fun of someone who can't control something. No, I, d- I disagree. I think you should be able to make fun of everything. Everything. Oh, if, uh, you, know, uh, you know that South Park episode where it's yeah. like, oh, they can't make fun of Muhammad. And the, the, the no, 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 you can make fun like, of Muhammad. Exactly right. No, no, it's... It's, it's, it's it, either... It's, everything's okay, it, every, nothing is taboo, or everything is taboo. Because I'll, then everyone's going to get... I'll put, it, I'll put get... it this way. So to me, the golden rule of comedy, right? Well, actually, I'm not even sure if it's a golden rule. Yeah. But it's a rule of it's comedy, rule. right? I could make I could make fun of a fat person. Yes. Because they have made choices to become fat. Right? Yeah. Through, through, yeah. Okay. okay. But um, potentially someone who has become terminally ill through no fault of their own, okay. is something that I would be more delicate about making jokes. More does, delicate about, but, does, would, does but that, if you were a comedian and you wrote a funny joke about something that someone that had terminal illness, not someone that had terminal illness, like personality. I, I guess the difference that, is I would, I would make fun of a fat person yeah. because they've made choices to become fat. Okay. Would I make fun of someone being terminally ill? It would depend on the joke. I would but think I about think, it. I, I would think, yeah, think yeah. about it more because I'd be going... Well, I think it's it, it. But that's the thing. If you're a stand-up comedian, I don't think you make unless it's like a specific person you you know making jokes about, like a celebrity or something like that. Usually, you're making generalizations about something. Hmm. So if you talk about, you're not really talking about someone who is fat. You're talking about people who are fat, or a guy that's non. It's g- generic. Well, so and generic, it's the same for someone. G- generic's fine, right? Yeah, no, that's, and I'm it's not the same generic. for mental illness. I think of someone if you just d- tell the story, you don't go, "Oh, my wife's, you know, but, brother-in-law." But this guy's talking about these specific people. Yes, and but, that's that's but an that interesting... ruins. But no, but that ruins the whole thing. 
Yeah, right. Because now he's gone, oh, I want to talk to these people and make fun of you with your permission because you've got a mental illness. That is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. He's, he's, <laughs> he's I'm fine with generalizations. I'm fine with generalizations. It's just these people might can't, I can't control. Like someone's yeah. been, he's been, has had lots of people have been yeah. bigots and racist to them, right? I can't control that. That's something that, that's, that's just right. unfortunately happened to them. I would make fun of the bigots and the racists. Yeah. Would but, I make fun of the, the But the wait victim? a minute, wait a minute. And uh, look, this is where I'm going to go. Because I think out of all things on, on a earth, one-on-one level? No, I don't think no, I would. a one-on-one level, no. But I would go racism as a whole is one of the funniest things you could ever... It's one of the funniest things to me. Because that implies that you as a person or a race think you're better than another race. And to think that, I think that every single race thinks that. Face it, white people think they're better than everyone. Asians, especially, look, think what? they're better than on, everyone else. On, Blacks on, think they're better than everyone else. South America, like, you know. On an individual level. On an individual on level. On an individual psychological level. Yeah. You will always rate yourself. Higher. Always yeah. rate yourself better <laughs> off than someone else. And it's a bias we all have. Of course have, it is. And it's there to protect our well-being. But you know what? There's so yes, I that, yeah. that, that's that's hilarious as a generalization. And exactly right. And that's almost some of the basis of comedy. You look at guys like Richard Pryor, be like, black people be like this, white people. That's what he does. Same as guys like George Carlin. He makes fun of a whole bunch of races. Same as Eddie Murphy. Same as Louis C.K. David Chappelle. But it's not just a Joe human Ro- factor. No. Dogs do it. Dogs do it exactly right. Uh, um, Certain dog. Different animals do it exactly right. And racism, I think, is definitely a fundamental of comedy. And it's not really about different races. Sometimes it's about nationalities. So I've got some examples. Mm-hmm. So here's one, classic one. Like, Australians always give shit to New Zealand people about, you know, the sheep raping jokes and stuff like that. Do, should I have to call... Like, let's say I was making this TV show. Do I talk to a New Zealand person who actually does rape sheep and say, look, I'm going to make some jokes about you in my next special? Like, we're, like this is the this is what he's doing. Like, if he wanted to tell... This is the line of thinking. Oh, I want to make fun of jokes about people with mental illness. I'll talk to some people with mental illness, talk to them about it, understand it a bit more, and then make some jokes about it. But if he How many episodes this, did you watch? I've watched none. I've just understood... I've just read about it and the reviews... And this, You're telling a- me I'm sitting here thinking you've watched five episodes. No, no. You've watched none. You're ranting about something you haven't even watched. I just couldn't. I just, I just had such an listeners, issue with the premise. Podcast listeners, <laughs> people review they're the all, show without listening. They're all to it. now. They're all now going. What a hypocrite, churches! Yeah, I am absolutely. for doing a rant on something he hasn't even watched. Look, last one. They're on my side now. I'm not sure if they're worse that, sides. Uh, you know what? You're on my side about this whole rant. <laughs> okay, look. I'm going to tell you some more racist jokes. I know that Italians and Greeks joke joke all the time about each other because they fucking hate each other. Yeah, I joke about Western Australia. Exactly right. But, you know, here's a good racist Italian joke for you. The Greeks invented sex, but the Italians showed it to the women. <laughs> So not only you've got nationality jokes, you've got also gay butt sex jokes. <laughs> Fantastic joke. Oh, that's great. Here's a classic one. Uh, it's a meme. It goes around. It says, don't be racist because racism is a crime and crime is for black people. Like, <laughs> 10 out of 10 joke. Uh, here's a good one. Why do two Asian people have Asian babies? Because two Wongs don't make a white. <laughs> classic. 
And what? And here's one, another one about white people. Why do Canadians only fuck doggy style? So they can both watch the hockey game. Aww. See, all these jokes are racist jokes. And you know what? I've been subjected to racism. You've been subjected to racism. Everyone in pub, that you know, a Greek and Italian and Asian person in general, um, black people, people from New Zealand, Canadians, they've probably all been subject subject to racist jokes in the past. But they're yeah, still but not on a one on one level. It's just a comedian. Well, exactly right. As a, as a comedy thing. And that's why it's okay. That's why it's funny. And that's why this person who's gone around to ask these people if they can make jokes about their condition or the condition in general. Not them even specifically. Them, the condition the condition in general and, and mental illness. I give you a challenge. I want yeah. you to watch an episode. All right, I will. I want you to report back. I, I, and I would love to... I, I should get in contact with our comedian friends and talk and see what they think about the show. Because I have a feeling they're going to have the same opinion that I do about how they how they hate it and this and that. Mm. He told me to watch a show. Do he I, told me... And I'm going to talk about this. Now, the the the, the average of the episode for, about racism... Yeah. ...had, in Australia, the ratings... Yeah. 330 thousand people watching jeez that's low numbers it's really low numbers now really low numbers like ridiculously low numbers now comparatively same time slot yeah another channel (laughs) a different show is this married at first sight no it's random breath tests (laughs) (laughs) oh rbt rbt classic australian show which is definitely racist against bogans (laughs) (laughs) yeah but bogans don't realize (laughs) Uh, and if you don't, what? Know, right. so they've got the wait, cameras wait, at RBT. Any... They've got the cameras. They're <laughs> filming right. You, as a drunk person, can say to them, "I do not want to be filmed. Yes. Do not film me. Correct. Do not show this. Yes. I don't want this going on Correct. TV." Which is exactly what I would be doing <laughs> if I was in their situation. And they don't fucking do no, it. That's absolutely not. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what this show is about. If no one in, like, I think it's an only an Australian show, but basically. Uh, camera crews follow cops who do uh, breath testing for alcohol and drugs and this and that. They film these people who are obviously on drugs and alcohol. Th- there's this big difference between Australian RBT yeah. and cops, right? So yeah. I've watched cops and they've pulled someone over for suspected alcohol. They get them out of the car and they're in handcuffs, right? Yep. And they're sitting on the side. Australian RBT. <laughs> it's, gla- it's a guy it's- in a car. He rolls down his window. How you doing, mate? Yeah. Doing. Oh, have you had anything to drink today, sir? Oh, yeah, a couple of beers. A couple of beers. Sir, you're 15 times over the legal limit and you're still driving. Yeah, mate, I'm only down the road. <laughs> yeah. And then the cop gets them out of the car. No handcuffs. No. We'll take <laughs> you down to the we'll take you down to the bus down here for a we'll secondary check. secondary analysis. And then they have a good yarn. Yeah. And they, they have a good And they go, look, we're gonna have to put you in jail for the night. You're gonna get a fine. We you're gonna confiscate your car. Ah, look, that's what's just gonna happen. It's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I love the difference between the guys that are like really old and the young blokes. The young blokes are like like, Oh sir, have you had anything to drink? I say, No man, I've had nothing. Nothing, no drinks. I'm totally clean. And then I check them, they're obviously over. Yeah. Whereas like old guys are like, oh yeah, I've had like 14 beers tonight with my mates down the pub and they check them. So you're under the limit. <laughs> Thanks a lot, coppers. Have a good night. Have a good night. Anyway, so this show, 
<laughs> which is obviously hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious because I just love this. I'm like, like cops, American, put them in handcuffs. Australians, <laughs> we'll walk <laughs> you down here. Okay, do you want to know how many people watch? So these two shows, the Taboo Show, which yeah. is the comedy show that's meant to be bre- groundbreaking, this and that, and RBT, which is like one of the worst. Nine hundred thousand viewers. Okay, one had three hundred and thirty thousand, which was the Taboo Show. Same time slot, different channel. RBT, 454,000. An extra 120,000 people would rather watch drunk people. Oh, drunk people are hilarious. <laughs> Get pulled would, over. I Get would, pulled over. I would prefer to watch RBT. Oh, and it's always, it's always very exciting, RBT, uh. because sometimes a car tries to miss the booze bus. Yes. <laughs> and then they've got the copper down the road to it's go after good. them. It's always good. Oh, it's very exciting. <laughs> Church, I've got a rant. Go for it. Oh, I've got a rant. <laughs> if you all hate the Taboo Show, please let me know because I'm so sick of it. I saw... This is a movie review and a rant. As it's a double. Know, you got to do both. As you know, I live up in, in the Ballarat. In the rat, in yes. B-Rat. I'm not sure if anyone calls it B-Rat, <laughs> but I call it B-Rat. <laughs> right? And uh, it was Tuesday Tuesday night. Yeah. And I Cheap went, Tuesday. I went... Yeah, it was. I said, and I went. I actually want to see the Elton John film. Yeah, I've seen the the Bohemian Rhapsody. That was great, right? And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go see the the Elton John film just yeah. by myself. Yep, cheap tickets. Yep, perfect. Right, Regent Cinemas up there, and it's it's it, an old building, yeah. old cinemas, classic, right? vintage feel. I go into Cinema Two. There you go. Cinema One had two doors to enter. Cinema Two had one door. Right, so I was like, so it was a small opposite c- of the numbers that they yeah, actually. Yeah. Are. <laughs> it was a it was a small cozy cinema. That's kind of nice though. Less Probably people. fifty chairs yeah. in it all up. Right, there were about ten of us at the six thirty viewing good session. session. Good sesh. Now I was the youngest by about thirty years. <laughs> right, so it's very cozy. Right, I'm not. I don't have anyone sitting next to me, but I've got people. Near me. You're that, feeling it. Yeah. That, yeah. Right, uh, well, that's right. Now, all these t- 10 other people all had hearing aids. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, the movie starts. It goes dark and that's fine. And the movie starts and whatever. And then one of the key characters, I don't know, Elton John's first major manager or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hear, Oh! What's his name? Yeah. Oh, yes, he was the manager <laughs> for Elton John. I'm like, shut the fuck up. He was the same manager for Queen. I was like, show that. I didn't know that. There right? you go. Shut the fuck up, right? Like, he's, he's got, like the film re- is telling us. Do you remember? Uh, he was actually a judge on Australia's Got Talent for a while. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So after he broke up with Elton John. Yeah. And finished finish managing him, finished managing Queen. He came down to Australia and lived here, and they got him on the show. Charlie's yeah. Got Talent. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Well, anyway, right? And then there's more of the film goes on. Whoa, I didn't know Elton John was feeling that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I know. I can't believe this is a very educational show. Right? <laughs> yeah. They just would not shut up for the entire film. All ten of them. All ten of them. And it was like, what was that? Damn. What was saying? And I was just like, for fuck's sake. We're here to watch a film. I'm not here <laughs> to hear your commentary, all ten of you. Right. And the worst part is, I'm sitting there eating my popcorn. Now I have a rule: eat your popcorn when it's loud and when it's quiet. Yeah, that's fair. That's don't good. Don't good eat call. your popcorn. Good call. Right. 
person behind me. Whole way through. No. Excuse me. Can you can you stop eating your popcorn for a bit? <laughs> so these are ten people yelling at each other about the show, and you're the one getting told off because you're eating popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> What the fuck is it? So I'm never going to the cinemas out there ever no, again. No, no. It sounds like you're going to go like on a Saturday night or go to a really late session past their bedtime. Oh, no. There are no late sessions out there. <laughs> 6.30 was like the latest session out there. I have to admit, the leg room was superb. That's good. No yeah. recliner, though. No recliner. No recliner. Basically, you said 50 chairs and only 10 people in there. One to 10. Well, one to five ratio. Not bad. So... I'm going to give the movie one star. Yeah. Out of I must say, like, I think I talked about it a couple of episodes ago and I said I didn't like it as much as the Queen one. No, I didn't like it as much as the Queen one yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was very lacking in sort of things. Like, uh, you know. Yes, yes, it was very lacking. And one thing I didn't really like about <laughs> it was, um, look, the songs are great and all that sort of stuff, but um, the Queen one was like, this is the like the year it was and sort of the time yeah. and this and that. And I knew more about Queen's history. Whereas the Elton John one, yeah, it started when he was a kid and worked its way up. I wanted to see more drugs and... Well, I and just didn't know what year things were because I don't know too much about Elton John as, as an artist Yeah, when it comes to that sort of thing. And um, so, yeah, so, I, like, you know, when, it, when things happened, like albums came out, this and that, I didn't know what year it was, give or take, yeah. or when he did go to rehab and came out and stuff like that. And it sort of ends in like 1990 did before they, it starts. They rushed the film because Queen made a film and they're like, we've got to be in the same market uh, maybe, and get this out. Maybe. I, I just feel like the script was just... A bit lacking. A bit lacking. Well, Elton John had a really big part in it, I think. And I think that may have hindered mm. a lot of stuff. He would have wanted to focus on the musical aspect of it rather than the storytelling. Yeah. Like even the Queen one, like it wasn't 100% accurate. Yeah, but I'm there but, to be entertained but, but for an hour they're and being, a half. Yeah, they're, they're telling a story about, like, they're telling, you know, they're still telling a, they're telling a story, but they're also going to be entertaining. Hmm. Like, you know, they knew he had AIDS at different times and songs came out. Like, you know, it, it was hmm. a bit different to what hmm. it exactly it was. But, yeah, I completely agree. So, don't go to the films no, in a there. regional town with fucking old people. Very true. Because it is just a yarn fest. Well, speaking of chocolates and, and um, popcorn and chocolates, uh, remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about uh, the chip survey for Australia. Hmm. Yes, the, chi- the chip survey. Yes. And we found out that they were wrong. Yes, yes. Uh, this time they've come out. 24,000 people voted <laughs> in the space of 24 hours for Australia's favourite chocolate bar. Oh. Ah, ah, decision. Because we've got a lot of good chocolate in Australia and around the world and stuff like that. All right, top five. Uh, Kit Kat. Uh, do, okay, wait, wait, wait. Do, what is your favourite chocolate bar? Let's start with that. Oh, I love a Snickers. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm sort of on the Snickers train. I sort of swap between that and a picnic, depending how I'm feeling. Yeah. But I like the picnics. I think it's the peanut and chocolate combination with the caramel sort of beats it to And I think you, with a majority of people sort of hit that sort of mark. Which is good, because I did my own survey. Mm-hmm. And I found some answers. Okay. But let's me go through the list. So, number 10. And you tell me if this should even be on the list. Alright. Because some, some of the chocolates, I can't think of off the top of my mind, but yeah. it's like when you see them, you're like, oh, that's really good. It's really great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, number 10. the top In the top 10 chocolates... See, Ferrero Rocher. 
is uh, a, is but that's a chocolate, not a chocolate bar. Okay, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So this is chocolate bars. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate bars. Yeah, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't even count like Freddo or Caramello Koala. Okay. That's not really right, a bar. Sorry. It's like a just a chocolate. Yeah, got yeah. it. Not yeah. chocolate. Chocolate bars. So number ten is Milky Bar. Yeah, yeah, I think a valid spot. A valid spot. I do like a milky bar, but I would not sit up there at the top. But ten. beating that at number nine is just the plain Cadbury Dairy Milk Chocolate Bar. Boo! Get no, out! Get out! Completely wrong. Number eight is a twelve. Okay. Solid bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, number seven is a flake. Also good. Can't yeah. go wrong with a flake, especially in ice cream. Mm. You know, uh, number flakes s- are very messy. Flakes are very messy, but still delicious. Mm. Uh, number six is Mars Bar. Yeah, never been a big fan of the Mars Bar. Yeah, so I quite like the Mars Bar. Mars Bar is a, is deep, a Snickers bar. Deep fried Mars Bar. Have you had it? Very nice, yeah. yeah. I've only had that twice in my life. It's before. far too fatty. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. just feels like it feels like a heart attack waiting to happen. Mm. But a Mars Bar is basically the Snickers without the nuts. Yeah. And I want, I'd rather <laughs> have the nuts, you know. So then, we're in the top five now. So what do you reckon... Your t- a top five chocolate bar would be. What? What do you think? We haven't heard Snickers yet. We haven't heard Snickers yet. Um, Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Yep. Kit Kat has, has should be in there. Should be in there. Wagon wheel. Is that a chocolate bar? Well, it's a, a wheel. <laughs> it's a wheel. I'll give you that one. I, I think we're the only country that has wagon wheels. So there you go. So people look that one up. That's a classic. But I'm not a huge fan of marshmallow. Mm. So we're But look, number five. I think this is a, this is the start of the controversy. Okay, it's crunchy. Ah, okay, yeah. Cr- See, crunchy is good, but I thought it would it would have been back. Back, in the- back yeah, I would have yeah. swapped it out maybe with a flake or a twirl. Yeah. Okay, so number four is the Kit Kat, mm-hmm. which I could, I think we'd all agree definitely deserves a top five spot. Yeah, but you never feel satisfied with a Kit Kat. No, it's too much air. It's not yeah. dense enough. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, number three solves our problem. Because this is where Snickers comes in. Oh, number three. Number three. Fantastic. I'd always go number three. Room for improvement. Room for improvement. But is the room for improvement at number two, the cherry ripe? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. No. Get out. Okay. And this is where... Fucking, I, I hate cherry ripes. <laughs> and this is where I'm thinking to myself, which motherfucker voted for t- Turkish Delight? At number one. <laughs> like, two hundred, like out of the 24,000 people that apparently participated a in the Turkish survey. Delight is not a chocolate bar. I uh, know. So I'm thinking, what Wait, is be... Turkish Delight number one? No, it's not. Oh. But I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck could be number one? Like a Turkish Delight or a Curly Whirly. I love a good Curly oh, Whirly. Oh, Curly Whirly. There's no Twix yet. Yeah, so not, Twix. Seinfeld forgot about Twix. Seinfeld fans haven't come out yet. And no Bueno Bar. The Like the... Uh, uh, yep, the yep. Bar. So like good options to be on the top. Obviously, I don't agree with some of the things in the list, but the number one chocolate bar, as voted, twenty four thousand people voting, the number one chocolate bar is the Polly Waffle. What the fuck's a Polly Waffle? Ah, I said the exact same thing because I've never had a Polly Waffle. What? I, please I'm Google the. I'm please googling Google the Polly Waffle. Polly. I'll right tell you now. some story about the Polly Waffle. The Polly Waffle was discontinued in the nineteen nineties, and in twenty twenty. Sets to make a comeback. <laughs> so, it has been Wait, discontinued. So discontinued in the 1990s, which means I don't know. I've never no. experienced a polywaffle. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's got like marshmallow and like um, rice bubbles, basically, like a cereal sort of through it, from what oh, I understand. Wow. So, it sounds alright, but again, I don't like it really looks marshmallow. Good. It looks 
Well, Ooh. I just don't like marshmallows. Well, so I think I've said that before. How can... So, it, so a just, discontinued this just chocolate a, bar... This just did a great denier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically. It's like, oh, but not even that. Like, it wasn't even around. <laughs> it wasn't even a grand denier who, who just, you know, end, like, you know, had a show and it just ended before he won an award. He actually... It wasn't even around and it won the award. So, I did my own survey. Yeah. Now, obviously, I didn't have 24,000 people... No, but we can bootstrap that in Scarlet But I had at least 20 to 25 people respond to Mm me from various age groups as well, Mm -hmm. from about 18 to about 60. So a very large, you know, age gap, this and that. And the the three, top three chocolate bars that I got here are Snickers. We sort of come into that. Boost Bar. Yeah, okay. And Kit Kat. And I'm like, you know what? As a solid top three. That's a solid that's top three. That's a solid three. top three. And they've got some other really cooler things in here. Um, uh, the Bueno Bart Twirl gets a couple of mentions. This and that. Uh, Picnic gets a mention or two. Cherry Ripe does one. Picnic. Twigs. Picnic didn't even make it in the top it ten. Didn't even make it in the top ten. Um, there's a few other things here like Chomp and this and that. Um, oh, Chomp, yeah. yes. But ba- like, I even put it up to this podcast group that our pa- uh, thing's on. And Snickers and Kit Kat and Reese's Pieces butter, peanut butter cups ah, yes, sort of came yes, in yep. at all sort of good things. So I can't. So I think that this is just a really, really, really terrible, um, o- really terrible, really obvious advertisement for the Polly Waffle that's returning in 2020. And I would love to see the actual people that voted for this because this proves either it's a really terrible advertisement. That's been a, a, a vote grab. Yeah. Or, because this is on news.com.au, only people aged 50 and over read and vote on news.com.au polls. I, I think it's the, I think it's I the, think it's the latter. I think it's the latter. And because of that, completely useless. <laughs> Fuck yous all. I think Snickers and Kit Kat are the winners. Congratulations, Thank Snickers you. and Kit Kat. So if you'd like to send us some, please email it too. <laughs> Tonight's podcast yeah, tonight. has apparently been supported. <laughs> oh, there you go. Kieran, what have you got in the news for us? Well, Turch, um, one day marijuana will be legal in Australia. Like I hope so. In the United States. I didn't even use this stuff, but I just agree that it should be legal. And it's causing some issues in Colorado where right. it is legal. But not for humans. Colorado vet says pot-laced human poop getting dogs high. (laughs) I still don't see what's in... How is is anything... Is marijuana bad for dogs? Uh, I don't know. That's what I want to know. Dogs in the roaring Fork Valley have found another way to get stoned other than boring break-in of edibles at home. They're eating human feces, tainted with marijuana. Dr. Stock Dogolinoe, who owns Valley Emergency Pet Care in Basalt, said he is seeing anywhere between three and ten dogs a week that come in with marijuana toxicity. That's amazing. That is fucking incredible. That's a lot of dogs. (laughs) His working theory is that these dogs are eating human feces that have enough THC the psychoactive ingredient in marijuana in it to carry over for a second high. And they are finding these piles of pot-laced poop 
on trails and in campgrounds. Oh, wait, how many dogs? So, on trails and campgrounds. So, ho- they're eating homeless people's. Like, I'm going to put it out there. I, I hope. So, I humans think... are pooing somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never. That's not pooped. in a toilet. I've, I've never not pooped in it. Like, very rare. Like, maybe once I've had to poop out in the woods. Yeah. But every other time I've pooped in the toilet. And this is where I'm like, are they smelling the poo that's in the toilet or they're around sewer plants? No, if they're going to the vet, they're obviously dogs that have been owned. So dogs that go camping with their owners, the owners are getting high. Yeah. And these dogs are eating the poo. And they're obviously going, I've got a poo in a campground. I'll poo right there. Yeah. And then the dogs eat it and the dogs get high. I'm amazed this hasn't happened in like um, San Francisco. Because San Francisco has like the largest number of, the most amount of poo in the streets out of any city in in America. I think it's like San Fran, yeah. Wow. Amazing. Most amount of homeless people too, but you know. In San Francisco. I think so. Is that or LA? I I thought it was LA. Might be. Because I've got the sanitation police. Oh, is that where that is? Oh, maybe it is LA. Police who are sanitation officers. Yeah. That's imagine doing all your training <laughs> as, as a cop, and it's like, okay, you are on basically poo patrol. Woo 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 woo! This is uh, RBT, but it's uh, poo patrol. <laughs> uh, Sorry, sir. Did you know how fast you were pooping there? <laughs> are you on any THC? Get the sniffer dogs away! <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was good. Thank you, thank you. That was all off the cuff, <laughs> as they say. As they say. Well, speaking of people who do marijuana, <laughs> uh, no, there's nothing. Um, do you believe in aliens? Do I believe in aliens, or do you think there's be extraterrestrial life? Look, I uh, I think the universe is big enough. Mm. That there has to be I think there's a, something else out there. Do you think that in the 1940s, the US government found some in Roswell and took it back to their secret military base in Area 51? Uh, it, it, it is a possibility. <laughs> it is a possibility. Do you think that they're doing advanced research there with alien spacecraft and contacting aliens at Area 51? Uh, look, I think it's a possibility. I think it's a possibility. And you know what? They can't stop all of us. Is no, they can't. And that's why, as of t- as of this article, it says more than 250,000 people have pledged to storm Area 51 to uncover alien secrets. More than 250,000 people have signed up to attend a Facebook event planning a raid on Area 51 in South- Southern Nevada to... S- to Quote, see them aliens. Oh, wow. <laughs> According to the event titled Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us. A group of alien hunters will meet at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> at 3 a.m. on September 20, near a top secret U.S. Air Force base to coordinate a planned attack. The joke evented by, uh, j- the joke event is hosted by uh, the the Facebook page Shitposting Cause, uh, Shitposting Cause I'm in Shambles. Um... He, uh, Shai, uh, Shai Lee Kun, who streams on Twitch, another 283,000 people have said, 
that they're interested in attending. Let's see them aliens, uh, lists the host, that apparently efforts to rally the troop. So obviously, you know, a bit about Area 51, apparently they've caught all the, the aliens, that's where they put them, they do all the testing and this and that. Now look, I've clicked attending to this event. Well done. It's very exciting. But the, you know what? In the time that I clicked it, I only clicked attending very recently. And, uh... It'd be up for like 400,000, Bunny. 400,000, you say? What about 1.5 million? <laughs> so, as of today... 3am! No one is getting up at fucking 3am. Yeah, 3 from t- Friday 20th of September at 3am to 6am, uh, which is in two months, apparently, including myself... 1.5 million people will be storming Area 51. They can't stop us all. Uh, I've seen a couple of memes going around of people like going, oh, once I leave, walking into Area 51, and people running in and leaving Area 51, flying out in spaceships and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> or me uh, talking to my alien girlfriend and stuff like that. And I've also seen stuff on the other side where it's like, they can't stop us all. And it's just like a bunch of military guys with a bunch of, Big machine, like laser guns. If I was the American guns. government, <laughs> if I was the American government, I would have created Area Fifty One, yeah, and pumped out the the yeah. the theories and all yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff to h- disguise the fact that there's another area that they actually, Area Fifty Two, <laughs> yeah, Area Fifty Two, where they do all that shit. But everyone thinks it's Area Fifty One, and just keep pumping out. I'm actually very disappointed. I'm actually very disappointed that Trump hasn't just gone. We got the aliens, like and they just come down. Vote for me, 2020, aliens. I will give it to all of you, you know. I remember listening to a, um, a Joe Rogan podcast, and, yeah. thing, and he's uh, posted stuff on his Instagram saying, I think I was the cause of some of this this trouble. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, he's like talking about aliens and stuff like that too much. But apparently, like, do you remember Tom DeLong? Who? Or do you know who Tom DeLong is? No. Uh, you know the band Area um, Ari- 51? Blink-182? Yeah. He's the guitarist from that band. Oh. And he's now quit the band and has started all these companies devoted to finding aliens and releasing documentation about aliens and oh, stuff like that. you got to have a passion. And it's really fun. Like, you watch that thing. It's like, oh, I can't tell you about that, Joe. Can't tell you about this. I'm not willing to release that information. You have to listen, read my book or this and that. And I'm like... You're not Joe Rogan. Just, like, give us something to sort of... Even Alex Jones gives you more information about nothing. Alex Jones is hilarious. I love him. He's he's, he's the funniest comedian that's ever existed. He's I, more... Never, don't even, no, I don't even think he knows he's a comedian. Uh, well, apparently, during his lawsuit... So, he got um, divorced a couple of years ago. And in the lawsuit for the uh, who can take care of the kids, uh, his wife said, like, he's like that on... Like, what he's like on the radio... He's like that at home, like aggressive, yells and this and that. And his defense, or part of his defense, was that, no, Alex Jones on the radio is a character and is not actually a real person. Ah. And and then all these people came out who worked with Alex Jones in the night, like, you know, 20 years ago, because he'd been on the radio, or 30 years ago, because he'd been on the radio since, like, the 1990s. And it's like, no, even, like, before we met him, <laughs> he was, like, completely insane. And so I don't think he's allowed to, like, see his kids very often. It's very oh, funny. No, oh. It's a bit sad. You know, you need a dad. Dads are important. Yeah. Right. But, uh, but there you go. There you go. I think I've told you this before, but I want to get both of our dads in here to do a, a Father's Day special show. <laughs> My dad won't shut up. It'll be great. No, because <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just be a bunch of dads talking and us going. This would be the the generation up for the podcast. My dad, your dad talking about nothing. <laughs> but then I want to play a game with them. Like I think we're discussing it where we just read them things from Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, and we get them to explain what it is. Oh. <laughs> no, I'd love to see your mum do that. Uh yes. <laughs> I will get her on the podcast one day. I just don't know what this means. That's my nonna. That's my mum. You met my mum. I know, I know, but I, I'm very bad at doing impersonations. This is racism. <laughs> I'm very bad at. Oh no, I can't say that. Uh, I'm not getting my nonna on the show. She's too. Your mum has done enough. Has has laid it into me on this podcast. She has. It's great. <laughs> she won't. She'll do jokes like that. But she won't come on. But I'll try my best. One day. One day. All oh right. My God, Kieran, what do you got for me over well, there? Well, talking about mums. Riverside Church Pastor. Actually, delicious. No, nothing to do with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that out. There. I was going to say, Pastor, delicious. <laughs> no. As a. <laughs> mm, pastor. Um, a church pastor is set to receive at least four. $500,000 after a sex toy scandal. <laughs> Reverend Dr. Amy Butler mm-hmm. is going to receive a hefty church payout. The outgoing female pastor is to receive an exit package worth at least half a million dollars after receiving her job... Uh, sorry, after leaving her job amid allegations, she bought an employee an unwanted $200 vibrator while on a work trip. Wow. That's it? about that's about <laughs> it. That's a lot of... Because we went to a sex shop once <laughs> to buy we dildos. Did. We did. And there are definitely vibrators and sex toys up to 200 and 200 and something dollars. Why is she buying someone a $200 sex toy? I want to know if she tried to... Like, and she's obviously said it was on a business trip. Is that what it said? Uh, it said if she was on a business trip. Does that trip. mean she's going to try and claim it? But the tax doesn't pay... The church doesn't pay taxes. No, they don't pay tax. There's oh, no this is a rigged. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, that's where your collection plate money goes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, this is for the church. This Swap is it for the church still do. <laughs> Ah, this is the penis of Christ. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's pretty good. I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not against it, but I can understand why people would be against it in the ministry. Well, the article says that the minister didn't want the sex toy, even though she bought it, to give it to the other person, but she accepted it because she was scared. Um, not to and feared professional retaliation. Professional retaliation? What? Hmm. I don't... It was a a bunny-shaped vibrator called (laughs) Beaded Rabbit. So it's Easter-themed. And for one minister who was a single mum of two who was celebrating her birthday. Wait a minute. So, no, the pastor makes the money from the church. Yeah. So she spent church's money, which potentially could have been hers, on a birthday gift for someone else. For another minister who was a single mum of two. Who she's obviously thought, ain't getting any. I'll get you a vibrator on a business Or trip. it's a really funny joke. That's just turned sour. That's really turned... But 200 bucks is a, that's a big gift. I don't think I've ever... like. 
That's like 250, 280 yeah. Australian buckaroos. Yeah. Or two, what's that, 200 uh, US dollars. That's like two Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Less than a Bitcoin, you know? Oh, That's bi- a solid vibrator. Well, would you powerful not, vibrator. Would you not at least accept it and sell it on eBay? I think we've talked about this before. Is there a market for second-hand sex toys? No, as long as it's not out out of the wrapping. The, the, the wrapping. True. You know. I still wouldn't buy a second-hand sex toy. No, I, no. I'm, I'm going to get you a second-hand sex toy. <laughs> Please do not do that. <laughs> Please do not do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we should, like, we're going to do another Phillip Island special. Yes. What? When? Another Phillip Island special for New Year's. Yeah. Uh, probably the last one we'll probably ever do there, but that's a, that's a, uh, to be seen. But I'll let you. I'll I'll talk about that later on with you. All but right, fantastic. That, be definitely definitely a Philip Island special. That we we do. <laughs> but we, I think we have. And to- I I promise you not to have any of my New Year's Eve shenanigans <laughs> again. I want if it's the I last one, do- I want to go out on a send out. Oh uh, well, if that's the case, then we have to make it like the biggest show ever. So it's up, we're going to start thinking, we're going to start organizing. It's going to be really, really good. Yeah. But that's a, but I think we should do another dildo test or something like that. And I think if we start the Patreon, we start doing this, we can start raising some funds. We can buy all the dildos for all the ministers. All the ministers. Yeah. You can have a, you can have all the money. Uh, now, now, Kieran. Yes. You've got a couple of nieces and nephews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what a gender reveal party is. Is that like a baby shower? Okay. No, a baby shower is sort of like where the, the pet, like the you know, people, they invite, like women usually, hmm. invite other women over and they buy the gifts for the baby upcoming sort of stuff. More like, it sounds like gift for the baby, but it's more like for the mum. Yeah. Like Jess has been to a few and she just like bought them like nappies and, and um like, you know, baby Nurofen and stuff like that. So stuff that, the parents going to use for the baby like still you know you don't really go buy the baby toys yeah, sort of yeah buy yeah. like so you buy a bottle of alcohol yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you know so they yeah, can drowse buy their, like their, a baby their... bottle to put it in yeah, and you give it to yeah. the parents stuff like yeah. that sort of a Got balance it. between the two mm-hmm. a gender reveal party on the other hand is a party that you invite all your family and friends over and at some stage during that party you reveal the gender of your baby to everyone involved. Okay. It's another... Well, hang on a second. Because we live in a very complicated world now. It's, <laughs> you're, you're technically revealing the biological sex. Correct. Of the child. Yes. Not the gender. Yes. Because they haven't affirmed their gender yet. <laughs> well, look, I don't want to get, a- get politically correct here. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, but look, people do it in many different ways. They should be calling it a biological sex reveal party. I completely agree, and I think we should start a, uh, not a GoFundMe, but a, a petition.org <laughs> thing, which, or change.org, that will do, go nowhere. It's like every other change.org petition. Yeah. Nonetheless, lots of people do it in very different ways. Like, some people, like, open up a box of balloons that are filled with helium, and they're different, like, the boys, for boy, it's blue, girl, it's pink, or they cut a cake open, they open it up, or something, you know, revealing, you know, or popping something... Oh my god, you know what the best would be? What would be the best? You get some actors, right? Yeah. And so one of them's the sperm. <laughs> right. Like Homer Simpson? Like yeah, the sperm? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It. And you get them to act out like the whole recreation. 
right? And then like fast track the development over an hour. It was a Saturday afternoon, and <laughs> he said, "You know what? We've he got said, we've got ten minutes. <laughs> Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Yeah, that's a good way of doing it. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty funny. I, I would go to a gender reveal party if that was, you know. Well, I think a, a bunch of Australians have worked out the best way to do it. A gender reveal party party stunt ends with a car erupting into flames. Oh. Now, look. I'm it's gonna, a boy, isn't it? I'm going to give you... It's the, a car. A car's a boy sign, isn't I'm, it? I'm going to give you the gist of what happens. Yeah. And then I'm going to read the article because this is the most fantastic article I've ever, re- re- uh, ever read. Okay. But what happened was uh, a bunch of bogans decided to do a gender reveal party and the guy in his ute did a burnout <laughs> and somehow with some smoke sort of thing turned the smoke into a different colour. Okay. And revealed the baby's gender. What happened was he burnt out too much. And because of the, the, the friction of the tyres and this and that. And the chalk or whatever he was using. G- caught flames. And the car burnt up. Caught flames. Caught fire. Caught fire. My mistake. And produced flames. F- produced flames. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And from that, the whole car went up. Yeah. And all the footage was filmed via a drone from the air. Fuck, Bogans can afford drones? Amazing, amazing. Upper middle class Bogans, you know how it is. Oh, oh yeah, upper middle. <laughs> Wasn't that a TV show? Yeah, I think so. Uh, starred, uh, what's his name? The guy that plays uh, uh, for All Aussie Adventures. Oh, Glenn Robbins. <laughs> Glenn Robbins, what a legend. Okay, so that's the gist of the story. And that's how I first read it. And then I was looking for the article again, because I read it and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll use that. And then I moved computers and this and that, things closed down. I had to look for it again. And then I found this article, which also explained it. And this was gorgeous. Now, listen to the poetry in this. The black sedan parked in the middle of a country road in Australia's Gold Coast spins its wheels while an expected pregnant couple looks on. (laughs) Hang on a second. Gold Coast? (laughs) Lovingly wrapping their arms around each other as they watch the first tiny puffs of smoke emerge then build into a billowing blue cloud. The soon-to-be father pumps his fists into the air. They're having a boy. The sedan speeds up and starts to spin a celebratory donut. Did the father not know it was a boy? No, no one knows. Uh, the gender the, reveal is even for the parents. Who, who knows the gender? The baby. Then? And then the, they pass it on to... Who? Uh, the, the, oh, the baby obviously knows. But... The doctor knows, and they pass on the information to, to a trusted yeah. source who then puts the party together. So, right, let okay. me continue this story. How good is this writing so far? It's fantastic. The sedan speeds up and starts to spin a celebratory donut as the enthusiastic group of onlookers surround the car, filming the brightly coloured scene on their cell phones. Then, out of nowhere, massive flames shoot out of the back of the tyres. Fires begin to engulf the vehicle, turning the gazy pl- plumes of blue smoke into a more ominous black this is the first one i've seen like this a spokeswoman for the queensland police service told the washington post usually people just have cake (laughs) (laughs) i know people like to do unique things for gender reveals these days but use a bit of common sense uh queensland uh, police uh service sergeant hilton buckley told seven news brisbane no one was injured officials warned that similar stunts known as burnout gender reveals, are dangerous, ill-advised, and not to be tried at home. 
In the video, the driver can be seen getting back inside the car and start to drive away once the flames have appeared to die down. Just then, a wall of flame erupts and he quickly bails out. <laughs> in bloody credible. So you want to hear some other stories that's happened for gender reveals? Yeah, go. Wow. So in the United States, expected parents have jumped out of planes, painted the sky with crop dusters, and recruited alligators to help reveal the alligators <laughs> future child sex. There have been some uh, some disasters, most notably an Arizona border patrol agent who inadvertently started a forty seven thousand acre wildfire while shooting at a target filled with explosive tannerite and coloured powder, and ended on the hook. Uh, ended up on the hook for an eight million dollar in restitution. But in Australia, the Guardian noted in November, burnouts have become the main high-risk behaviour associated with gender reveal <laughs> events. The country is home to a thriving subculture of burnout enthusiasts. This is about Australia. Um, uh, who compete to see who can produce the most smoke from their muscle cars. And in 2015, Queensland current enthusiasts revealed that he was expecting a daughter by custom ordering tyres that spewed pink smoke and doing donuts in a parking lot. So after all that, just to let you know, it's a Boygan. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes. Fuck me. We. I'm going to put it out there. If you would like to have a gender reveal party, Turch and I we'll do it. <laughs> can host uh, the best gender reveal party. I would do that. We'll just... We can do it, do it on the podcast. We'll do it live in your, at your house. Live in your house. I will guarantee I'll be drunk. Yeah. You might even get the gender wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boy! Oh, wait. It is not a boy! <laughs> it's the other one. Zillaphone. Next question. I, and I'd fuck with them because I'd be like, let's make it yellow! And then no one will like, know what yellow I means. I was going to say it's a weird like Asian baby. <laughs> and then white! <laughs> Yeah. You can't do that. You can't have white power going on at the, at the house. Oh, racist. <laughs> you got to ask them for their permission. If they, you can, before you do any jokes, Kieran, we have to ask the permission. I've got to ask the permission. Exactly yes. right. And then we have to sit down with them and make a TV special. And then, after all that, we can say some jokes. That's why I give you, every time you walk into my house, I give you like a, a joke pass, like a race uh, oh, joke okay. pass. Yeah. And that's why you can make jokes about me. It's just fine. Because I give you the pass for like the time period that we do the show. Otherwise, pff, then you'd be racist. Well, that's right. Well, yeah. thank, thank, you for the, thank, you, thank you for the pass. No, I try, it's fine. Church! <laughs> You're running out of them. <laughs> Better make use of them. Church. Moving from sex to sex scandals. Ooh, that's what I like to hear. A university lecturer has been <laughs> fired. Oh, man... Sorry you lost your job. <laughs> After demanding sex, moose meat, and lobsters for better grades. Wait, the student? Oh, no. So so you asked for some sex, <laughs> and moose meat, and lobster to give someone a better grades. A faculty member <laughs> at Cape Breton University. Okay, not you. Has been terminating. Has been terminated. Nated, yep. For demanding sex, moose meat. Moose meat. That's a very specific order. That's a very specific. And lobster. Lobster. From a student. One student. Who was struggling in his course in exchange for better grades. 
In an emailed response, university spokesperson... Oh, that's person. really fucked up. <laughs> Didn't answer questions about the firing or the moose meat, the nature of the offence, details about the employee's position and whether there had been other complaints. But Cape Breton University is committed to a safe and respectful campus. Of course. And they won't be commenting further. But the student who reported the instructor says the university told her two weeks ago that he was being fired with the right to appeal. Very specific... Do you know this? Like that's a really specific order to get better grades. Like that reminds I mean, it's me. Really and lobster, uh, like lobster's good. You don't get a lot in lobster. I've got to admit, I've yeah. had lobster a few times. Very underwhelming. Yeah, like it's it, nice, it's beautiful, delicious. It's nice, but there's not much in but the meat. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of other stuff for very little meat. Yeah, but it's very expensive. It you is. Understand lobster why. used to be actually quite cheap. Yeah, it used to be the poor men's food. Mm. Changed a lot now. It's like a lot of that sort of stuff. It sort of changes over time. Well, supply time. and demand. When the, yeah. when the supply went out and the demand went up, it became... Well, that's right. That's right. It remi- that, those requests remind me of um, a story about Van Halen. Hmm. So Van Halen, on their rider, like, you know, when they go to play gigs at each venue, on their rider, they had, like, very specific things. And one of the things they had was M&Ms. Oh. But all the brown ones taken out. And they specifically put that in there because they had, like, at the time, the biggest stage show with lighting and fireworks. And they used to, like, um, David Lee Roth used to be, like, on a on a harness and he used to be swung around the stage and stuff like that. So they knew that if they had no brown M&Ms in their dressing room, then everything else would be okay. Because the attention to detail was there. With everything oh, else. Oh, right. But if they had no, like they had the brown M&M's, they'd be yep. like, no, 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 I want everyone to check it again. Where are my brown M&M's? Yeah. And so they would go venue to venue and always like, subtly change it. But brown M&M's is like their famous one that they know. Like If they had the, those type of M&M's there, that everyone had to double check everything. Fuck. It's pretty clever. That's, yeah, they're just pretty clever. Yeah, so, you know, I hope our, our musician friends do the same. <laughs> it's like, yep, uh... We don't do the gig unless there's no red M&M's or something like that. <laughs> I'm not going on without my bagel. Not going on without my bagel. Exactly right. And with that, Kieran, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week. What a, what a fun time we've had here. A bit of, bit of everything from gender reveals to, <laughs> to ordering moose meat and lobster. <laughs> And, and two double rants. Always a good double rant, I think. But for all the lovely wankers out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, and amazingly Twitter. <laughs> we just started one up, and it's pretty terrible, but uh, we're having some fun with it. So we'll see how we go. Well, we can join now mm. the tweet crap that goes on that I hear about. I want to. I want to join it. I don't know what to do with Twitter. But if someone would tell me and tweet at me, I will definitely do the tweeting back. <laughs> I I mean, I just hear about all these people talking about crap and 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 crap and more crap. I just follow the people that I like and hope for the best. Yeah. You know, you can't go wrong. But anyway, make sure you follow us and all that. Give us a review on this and that. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat or a rant, record it on your phone and email it to us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com Kieran thank you so much for another fun fantastic and lovely episode thank you and I'm just gonna say yeah if you do it we'll play it oh yeah ev- absolutely everything that we get anything that we get and I make sure that I can clean up the audio and this and that we absolutely play it we love it 
That's it, we do. And with all that, all the lovely wankers out there, we will see you next Thursday. I was gonna put up a video today on our Instagram about uh, me playing the theme tune on my acoustic guitar up there. Oh. That was pretty fun. Oh. Oh, I should put more videos like that of us playing playing, playing stuff and and uh, more photos. I'd love to have the beer with Duncan. <laughs> I'd love to have the beer with. I Duncan. can't even remember what episode that was, we're but we definitely said we sang that one together. And we never ever ever get rolling drunk because we drink get the town and country where the atmosphere is great. I'd love to have a beer with Duncan, because Duncan's me mate. And that'll do. (laughs) 